0: Time mark, 533. Levels, levels. Levels, levels. So, did you get your internet sorted out so that we can record?
1: Oh, oh yeah. I I just had to change locations. Wait. Hold
0: on. When you didn't have internet, weren't you in the capital of Scotland? Yep. So um, where did you go to get a better connection than the capital of Scotland?
1: Well, right now we're on a small island in the North Sea, just off the coast of Northern England. (laughs) You're kidding me, right? (laughs) You're kidding me. Nope, we're just surrounded by water and sheep.
0: Water and sheep. Oh, well, that makes sense. It makes sense that your internet is so good.
1: I'm afraid to ask this. Why is that?
0: Well, isn't the internet just a series of use? Welcome to Talking to Todd, a weekly podcast with Dwayne Johnson and Todd Prince, where failure is always an option. Apparently, internet also an option. Um, Amy suggested: given the time-compressed length that we have for these Zoom shows that we're doing, that I should have played. First little piece of feedback. I should have played last week's theme double time. <laughs>
1: Because we only have a short that amount of work. Yeah. Um.
0: So there was that.
1: Hey, how are you? Hi, Todd. Hey, how's it going? Hey, how's it going? There we go. I got it in. Cool. Gotta get, gotta get that in there. Catchphrase. <laughs> oh, how's your trip? Um, it's good. It's good. It's it's flying right along. So. Uh, I have, I have a few, I have a few, again, I have travel stories. I don't have any main topics. So you know what? We'll call that a success content, but not too much.
0: So that was an awful, awful dad joke at the beginning.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That wasn't, uh, that wasn't, that wasn't great, but you know, it's it's what you get at this point.
0: Well, I, at this point, I'm kind of the black sheep of the family. So, uh,
1: wow, well, you're just going to keep doing this, aren't you? Should have never opened that door. Just trying to ram the point home. Uh, yep. Yep. Okay. All right. I'm just going to let you go to get out of your system.
0: All's wool that ends, wool.
1: Uh, the only thing that's the only thing that's that i've got going for me is is that we have a 40 minute limit so there's a limit how long this can go on
0: uh let's see uh so quick feedback amy paused during the replay and spent five minutes justifying how much free crap she gets from ivy I'm like, it's not, it's not. i'm You get your value. I was making fun of the free stuff that they're packaging, is never, never mind.
1: Just never mind. <sighs> <laughs> I, I was gonna, You were commenting on Hy V, not mm-hmm. on her decision to have the membership, but. But exactly it didn't go that way.
0: No, that wasn't okay. that wasn't how it was taken uh to the point where um isn't this is a direct quote is nothing sacred around here is everything content I feel like the kardashians. No, Amy, you don't feel like the kardashians. But okay.
1: We should be clearing a lot more money per episode if we're <laughs> anywhere near the Kardashians. Oh, <laughs> uh, and then
0: um she thought the way the cookie crumbles is was, was awful, was awful, awful, awful last week. That was the last <laughs> piece of feedback there. I thought it was fantastic.
1: But Here's the thing. I think you both can be right. I think you're judging on different scales. <laughs>
0: <laughs> How's Lisa? How's Lisa's trip going?
1: Um, Lisa's trip's going good. Um, she did ask me to make one point of clarification. However, she was very clear about this. A couple of weeks ago, I mentioned how she likes Russell Brand, the yeah. the English comedian. Mm-hmm. She needs me to be very, very clear that she likes the old crazy version of Russell Brand when he was a comedian, not the new crazy version of Russell Brand where he's like the UK's Joe Rogan. Uh, very important to understand which crazy she likes. That's a old crazy, just normal yep. crazy. Get him to the Greek not crazy, crazy so. not the
0: yes, good, yes, yeah, good Yes. Note. yeah,
1: yeah. yeah not not the i'm just asking questions crazy like not not that so anyway that's dick i've cleared that up
0: we could we could host him on the other podcast though because he would fit right in that would be great
1: okay sure maybe if my internet doesn't work next week because i'm not near wi-fi or sheep uh you can have him as a guest
0: uh, Sarah Judson-Brown sounded like you were using a tin can to connect last week. Really, really um, tech corner fail. Todd, Todd's tech corner was a tech corner fail last week. She thought we were better than that. I'm like, she's, she's
1: met us. The sad thing is, <laughs> yeah, well, that's true. I, I was going to say the sad thing is is the amount of tech that I brought with me to make this sound good while I'm on the road, that none of it is working as advertised, and most of it's not even working the way it did in my own house, is rather annoying because we didn't bring a lot on a five-week trip, and some of this stuff is taking up room that I could use for other stuff. Meanwhile, I'm sitting on an iPhone. <laughs> I'm just saying, I'm sitting, I'm sitting, I'm sitting in an I. I'm talking on my iPhone with my AirPods in a car outside of uh, out, uh, outside of where we're staying. It's it midnight. It is pitch black and 42 degrees. I'm sorry, I don't sound great.
0: <laughs> Are you kind of wishing you to pop for the snowball at this point?
1: Oh, I've seen how big that is. That's a whole. That's a whole other suitcase at this point. <laughs> Or, or the jacket or or my coat. And I think I need my coat.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I love my snowball when I go on the road. So anyhow. Uh let's
1: see. Anything oh. the, the, yeah, the problem, the, the problem isn't the problem isn't the microphone. The problem is what to plug it into. And I didn't bring I, I didn't bring the computer to plug it into because otherwise that would all be solved. So yeah, that's fair. Anyway, yes. I mean to that point, tech fail. Yes. All right. What else? So, yeah. Doug
0: appreciated the Sopranos close last week. Just cut right, just cut right in the middle. He appreciated that. Uh that was and and that was the only other piece of feedback I got. Did you have anything else hanging out there?
1: Nope. I think that's it.
0: Uh anything from follow
1: up? Um I have some travel story follow up. So I've got mine later under okay. travel
0: stories. Okay. Um I want to close- how about you? I want to close out the bracket challenge. Susan Stokum was the big (laughs) winner. Susan Stokum was the big winner there of the challenge.
1: Congratulations, Susan.
0: And there is a mug headed her way for uh, her successful picking of not Gonzaga.
1: As it turned out, (laughs) that's, that's, that's really all that's really all that mattered.
0: (laughs) That's mostly what it took to win. Yep. Yep. Uh, Greg high finished second and, uh, more, uh, if you want to know who had the most, there were, there was a, there was a tie for most corrects picked. There was a tie for most correct picks, but neither of those people as is typical for our path uh, and or electoral system, neither of the people that picked the most games right <laughs> were the winner. So
1: So congratulations Susan for caring California. There you oh, go. Sorry. Oh. Never oh. mind. <laughs> right. Different, different scale. Yeah.
0: So, and this is a piece of follow-up from, I'm
1: going to say, several several weeks ago. Can you see that? Is that an airplane, the movie, laser disc? It is. (laughs) Okay.
0: I was killing time at Merle Hay Mall while I was getting my tires replaced on my car. And I wandered into a used record store, vinyl records, old CDs. Old cassette tapes, old eight-track tapes, and old laser discs. And they had, they had scads of them. And I'm almost a hundred percent positive that you and I watched that movie on my Laserdisc flare. <laughs> because as you as you have referenced on this show, there was only one of us there's only one host on this podcast that that used to own a laser disc flare in their house
1: <laughs> well and I, and i have to say given how popular laser discs were it's entirely possible that is your copy that is there i'm not sure how many copies of airplane laser discs were made but that the odds are good that might be yours so
0: i so i'm as you can see, for, as you you know, from behind the picture that I took, there were scads of them, and I'm like, "Wow, that's really kind of interesting that they're still out there." I wonder what I would play it on, or if I could <laughs> even find something to play it on. So I started looking, and I'm looking on eBay for a laserdisc player that actually works. There are a ton of them out there for parts.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But if you want to buy one that actually works, right now they're running somewhere between 225 and $525 for a Laserdisc player to play antiquated movies that there's no guarantee that they won't skip on you, as we learned firsthand. And, <laughs> and that you won't have to take out halfway through the movie and flip it over and put it back in
1: all of the benefits and downsides of vinyl records, but with video.
0: Yep. That's exactly what you got. Uh, so I thought, I thought you might find that interesting <laughs> that I, I stumbled across those this last week. little piece of follow-up there. Um, do you remember? Okay. So this is, this is kind of tech corner, not technical corner. Um, okay. And I know you and I have talked about, maybe we haven't talked about on this podcast, Chromebooks have an expiration date.
1: I we think talk- you've mentioned that before. Yes. Yes. They at just, they're done.
0: At some point they stop updating their software planned obsolescence. So my father calls me. I can't get my Scrabble game to work on my Chromebook. There are, th- there, are there are very few things that he does on his Chromebook. He reads the register. He checks the Royal score. He reads his email and he plays Scrabble. But the Scrabble app needed to be updated and could no longer be updated on his Chromebook. So we start getting digging into it. Oh. Yeah. His Chromebook has expired. So this week I got to buy my dad. (laughs) I got to buy my dad a new Chromebook, which I guess that's I suppose it's good that the Chromebook expires before you do. How about that?
1: So question, when you buy it, is it like milk? Like, is it stamped on the bottom, like in purple ink, best before, and then it gives you a date that you can barely read? Uh,
0: It's hard to find, actually. And I was ready to pull the trigger on one. And then I was reading through the comments and somebody said, don't buy this one because they're going to stop updating it in... The fall of 2024 and this is as we speak april of 2022 and i'm like oh yeah so i went i I found the the one that i got him won't expire until somewhere between 2026 and 2028 i think that ought to get him much more use out of this chromebook but it folds back on top of itself so it's a it's you know it's a tablet as well as a laptop and and uh, should be everything that he needs and more. Should have been delivered today. In fact,
1: yeah. Uh, I'm just, I'm just sitting here thinking, a- Apple gets blasted for their planned obsolescence, and and I have sitting at my desk at home a 27 inch iMac that got updated software for ten years, uh-huh. <laughs> and Apple's the problem here, right? Not yes. Google. Okay. Uh, no
0: Nope. Yep. <laughs> Yep. Yeah. Well, the, the iMac that we started doing this podcast on was from 2013 and it finally, they finally stopped supporting the updates. Well, that's not true. They updated the old software. I just couldn't download and install the newest software, but they kept updating the old one, right. Right. So I, yes. it really still wasn't out of, um, wasn't still totally dead and it's living a life somewhere else now and i don't know i sold it to sell your mac if you have a mac that you want to get rid of and you think it has absolutely no value go to a free plug for sell your they will give you something for it fyi tip of the week toddlers there you go anything else did you have anything else for tech corner other than you know you sound like you're recording in a garbage can
1: uh the the whole um, face uh, face ID with mask unlock that I talked about on the last one that works so well. Yeah. I may have spoken a little too soon. Uh, It, it, what I should have said is when it works, it works well. That's what I should have said. (laughs) It's a little intermittent (laughs) and by intermittent, It's it's more of like a it's more of like going to a casino and seeing if you're gonna win. Like when it went when it when you win, you're really happy. But most of the time you don't win, and then you're sad. But anyway, still should update. But yeah, yeah.
0: I tied mine to my watch, and it works great as long as I'm logged into my watch. It doesn't matter. It you know mask no mask. If I've got my mask on, it my phone unlocks because of my watch. And that has a hundred percent success.
1: The difference is that only unlocks your phone. It doesn't allow you to use face ID for like Apple pay. And because we're in a civilized country, uh, we have only had to, in the nine days we've been here, we've only had to use our credit card one time. Everything else is paid by phone, including, as I mentioned last, last year, pay toilets in the middle of nowhere, buses, everything. Uh, but that doesn't work with the watch that you have to use face ID huh. or not face ID when it doesn't work. But anyway, that's, that's, you know, neither here nor there. I really wish it would work better, but that's cool.
0: Do, should we delve into travel stories or do you want to start with
1: idiots this week? Uh, I'm just going to throw out one idiot really quick and then we can move to travel stories. Um, this one came across, uh, I'm nominating FUBU TV and the professional fighting league. Um, apparently, um, there was a bunch of bets placed. Uh, the professional fighting league is an MMA league. And apparently there was a bunch of bets placed on their matches on Friday. And they got flagged by the betting integrity people to say, we should look at those because a whole bunch of money came in right before the fights. And it seemed kind of weird. Well, on further reflection, funny story, all of the matches, by the way, this was, this was FUBU TV had said, join us tonight for our live matches. Join us this Friday night for all of these. (laughs) The matches were actually the previous week and had been recorded. Oh no. And were airing a week later. Yes, but nobody told the people who were watching, or most of the people who were watching, nor did they tell any of the casinos that these weren't happening live and these were from a week ago. Oop. And, and the the PFL said, hey we didn't authorize any of the casinos to take bets on any of these fights. And we had everybody sign an NDA. Uh-huh. So anyway, um, betting tip, try to find an event that has already happened and then bet on it. Your rates of success are going to be much, much higher.
0: It gives new meaning. We, we always used to refer to NBC's Olympics as plausibly live. This was plausibly live.
1: Yes. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I mean, they actually FUBU said multiple times it was live, uh, and then they said uh, we didn't say that. Here's the tweets. Well, that's not what we meant. I mean, it's live to tape. So
0: it was live when we recorded it. Oh
1: wait, yeah, Yeah, it was live at some point.
0: Yeah, I I saw PFL on this rundown, and I thought it was Pillow Fighting League, but not not the case.
1: no no that's something different
0: okay okay so so and
1: i don't i I don't know what's in your browser history dude but i i don't want to know
0: did you know that there's professional pillow fighting i was blissfully unaware of that dan and doug talked about it on educated idiots several weeks ago yeah Mm.
1: no well there you go
0: I'll, I'll, i'll send you a link it's it's uh uh, it's a colossal, colossal waste of time. It's almost as big a waste of time as um, professional tag. Have you seen tag online competitive tag? I've seen
1: that on. Yeah, I've seen the tag championships on ESPN. Yes, yes,
0: yes. 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 So, uh, yes. Sim- similarly dumb. I'm like, really. Is this gonna? I, I watch. Uh, watch is is really? They're just put. Yep. Okay. I can move on to the next thing. I kind of get the gist. Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> so 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 how so how's your how's your trip? Are you? Uh, um, how's your trip?
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, you know what? Uh, just you know some hitting some highlights. We're on day nine of the trip. Day eight here. Um, just some stats. We've this is her fifth location in eight days. We've taken six trains, the underground, at least four buses, a tram, boat, and uh, and now have a rental car. So we're sort of we're covering the waterfront, as it were, in uh, in modes of transportation. Um,
0: when we're done with this, you could go out and ride a sheep, just to check that off. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I'm going to pass on that one, but th- thanks for the, <laughs> thanks for the suggestion. That's, um, you could do it. Uh, again, again, this is terrible. Why, why didn't we do this? Why did I? All right. Um, I had an almost immediate follow-up after we finished recording last week. Um, I went back out and I went past the cricket club but I went on the back side of the cricket club. Um, by the way, I had no idea. When I went on the front side, they had cricket matches going on and there were people cheering and everything else. On the back side, inside the bar, they had cricket batting cages where really? people were with with yes, they had multiple batting cages set up with people. The cages were full and there were tons of people around with beers cheering people on. So um Anyway, that that's a serious club. I mean, you know, it's no ax throwing, but it's something there. Um, uh, let's see. Two things we found out today. Number one, uh, we had, we had changed our schedule a little bit and Lisa had to rebook the rental car. And when she rebooked the rental car, apparently when she rebooked the dates, she forgot to check the automatic please uh, box. So, uh, so, so they <laughs> said, here's your here's your manual transmission car and Lisa's like it's it's probably been like 20 years since I've driven one and they're like well we can upgrade you to an uh, automatic and she said how much is that and they said 35 pounds a day and they think we're gonna have this car for 10 days so Lisa's like well it's has gotta be like riding a bike you'll fi- we'll figure it out and actually she's a great but uh but I will not be driving on the wrong side of the road with a manual car. Like, well, Lisa, it's all on you now.
0: Are you familiar with the phrase "If you can't find them, grind them"?
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, here's here's what's ridiculous. This is a manual transmission car. On the dash, it tells you when you should shift and tells you which gear it thinks you should be in. Yeah. If the car is smart enough, if the car is smart enough to say you need to shift now and here's the gear you need to be in, you're basically there. Like, now you're just nagging. Like, just, yeah. just do it. Just just shift for me. Just come on. You, you put in all it the smarts except just, just yeah. the thing. Yeah. Yeah. With- <laughs> um, we took, the, uh, we took the main road south out of Scotland, um, headed on the, uh, on the North Sea coast, or an A road, which is a motorway would be our interstates. An A road is the most major road you can get in England that's not a freeway. Okay. So okay. Th- this is the major road. And suddenly we're going very, very slow and I couldn't figure out why. And so we, we ended up passing that's because there was a tractor pulling a wagon driving on an A road, and it wasn't the only tractor we had to pass on that road. So, apparently, at least in Northern England, as long as it's not the motorway, and I haven't ruled this out yet, I, I guess tractors are legal on A roads. So, I'm thinking, come on, we don't even do that in Iowa. I mean, anyway.
0: Uh, I'm trying to think. This so this would be like just a divided highway, but not an interstate.
1: Um, this it was divided highway at times, and sometimes it was down to just a two-lane road, but it's the most major road you can get below an interstate.
0: Yes. Yeah, I could I've seen tractors on highway thirty. Not oh, yeah. for long. Yeah. Good not point. for long. <laughs> but <laughs> hey, you gotta get back to the farm one way or the other.
1: Uh, Uh, um, oh and then the last thing while we were in glasgow um i i sent out uh to you and amy i sent out a todd's tours uh top tip uh while we were in glasgow uh saw saw the the uh the place uh, saw a nike building which of course is where nike was founded in the 1860s so uh top tip there from todd's tours
0: we got a big kick Looks out of like that. It's like you're on
1: the trip with us.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh hey, yeah. Was there a little historical marker there on the side of the building? Was that was that what gave it away yeah, but, or did you know this already before coming into it?
1: Well, two things. One, I knew it already. Two, there was a blue plaque but this is england and everything has a blue plaque because when you're a country that's been around for a thousand years eventually every place gets a historical plaque because something happened there in a thousand years uh,
0: so have you been watching tv over there have you been what have you been watching or i mean you've been touring and seeing a bunch yeah, of stuff so, so.
1: Um, we've, we've turned on the TV and um, we've been watching UK TV. And what I will tell you is uh, all, overall, um, UK TV is crap. Um, it is just crap. It is terrible. Um, there, there is almost nothing good on any of the channels. Um, there are things on BBC Time that PBS would say, mm. that's a little too slow moving and boring and erudite for us. oh (laughs) yeah yeah so i have nothing to report good how about you what are you watching
0: friday night we watched a bon jovi concert we went over to omaha and bon jovi kicked off his north american tour in omaha and so we were um we watched we watched bon jovi and Two other of the original band members that are still on stage with John. Uh, the one of the it's still on speaking terms. <laughs> and well, yes, right. Um, one of the things that I found really interesting about it. So I, I don't know if you've if you've been on Setlist.fm, but Setlist.fm tracks every song that an artist, most artists have ever played live. So like at this concert, he played just older, which is one of my favorite Bon Jovi songs. And he hadn't played it live in concert since 2011. So they interviewed him And so here's his quote, right? He played 22 songs in the concert. His quote, I've been blessed. I've released 17 albums in my career. That's a lot of music. You go, oh, this would be be nice to pull out again. It's not an easy task because the audience wants to hear song X and Y and Z. So you got to do all the obvious hits. Believe me, it's a good problem to have. But yeah, the hits take up like 70 percent and that leaves you with 30 percent for new material and obscure tracks that's kind of the breakdown <laughs> he started out the night by saying that's one off of the new album you're going to hear a bunch of those tonight get used to it <laughs> <laughs> it's john's concert he can play whatever he wants to <laughs> So, but yeah, he played all the hits. It was, it was great. We hadn't, it was, it was, that was, that was a good night. That was super. So we watched that. Uh, I've started watching and I know I'm going to finish it. So I'll just give you a preview. I'm about two thirds of the way through Inventing Anna on Netflix. Mm -hmm. Have you watched this yet? No, we have not. Uh, it's the story of this con artist, Russian, German, I don't know yet, um, con artist in New York City who uh, pulls this scam and is in jail. And it's real life, you know, ripped from the headlines kind of thing. But there, there were uh, there are two takeaways for me on it. Uh, The first, every one, every one of the episodes starts with the phrase somewhere on a plaque, on a sign, on a wall. This story is completely true, except for all the parts that are totally made up. And I went, huh, am I watching American Underdog? (laughs) and then at one point um the lead character says it sucks to suck and i'm like yeah it sucks to suck yep it's true (laughs) absolutely true sucks to suck (laughs) yep so so yeah so that's what i've got uh amy amy has been watching and maybe you can shed a little bit of light on this um because you know a little bit about everything as we've kind of talked about. She watches FBI, FBI Most Wanted, and FBI International. And I was good up until the last one. And FBI International confuses me.
1: (laughs) Oh, oh, here's, so here's the thing. Uh, the producers want to travel around the world and write it off. Ah, Hence FBI international. That makes sense. Where, where do you want, where do you want to go next? Barcelona. We can write Barcelona into this script. <laughs> you know what? The answer to all of your questions is money.
0: Yeah, it pretty much is. Yeah. That's a good, that's
1: a good point.
0: <laughs> I, I realized that the thing that I wrote for what I learned this week I already covered. So now I need to go figure out something else that I learned this way.
1: Here's the thing I find funny about that is what you learned was just older. Now you realize that you've repeated yourself and now you can't remember what it is that you wanted to say, which in itself is just older. (laughs)
0: Uh, Actually, so speaking of actually, speaking of retiring things, I made a work trip to Chicago last week after we recorded and went to the warehouse and evaluated all of our monitors that we use for trade shows. We had in stock two 60-inch plasma screens from 2013. Top of the line when we bought them.
1: And and top, top of the budget, too.
0: Yes, they were. And they still look really, really sharp. Um, but they weigh like a hundred pounds a piece.
1: Yes, they do. Yes. Yeah. The plasma plasma is not light.
0: Oh my word. I, I had forgotten how heavy plasma screens are. So I learned that. Uh, and we're in the process of replacing them with, uh, 18 to 19 pound 60 inch LCD panels that will ship across the country <laughs> way cheaper. Oh, oh boy
1: and if and if those are damaged during shipment it's much cheaper just to go out and buy another one with <laughs> me than the mortgage they had to take out on the uh, on the 60 inch plasma yes oh boy yeah
0: yeah if something's wrong I can just walk into any Best Buy and pick up an identical model off of the shelf and drop it onto the wall and I am good to go so I learned I learned that this week so we don't normally talk about work on this podcast but uh, that was something else that I learned. How about you? You've been on you, nine days on the road uh, so far. Have you learned a lot?
1: Well, when we were up in Inverness, we were on a bus going out to Loch Ness. And the driver of the bus was pointing out, here's some interesting things. And he was pointing out this ground where sports gets played and like ooh international sports and i'm thinking oh that must be football nope not football oh well it's got to be the rugby pitch no not rugby what he he kept he started saying this is for the game this is this is for the game who people find rugby too soft this game is rough and tumble <laughs> and then he said okay yes and then he said, you'll find people from 18 to about their mid-30s playing it. And you have to stop playing about your mid-30s because you can get seriously hurt. This isn't like rugby. This is for tough people. And he kept saying this. And I thought, what is this? The game, it's all it's, throughout the UK. Now it's mostly in Scotland. It's called Shinty, S-H-I-N-T-Y. And basically, think rugby, but combined with field hockey. So it's the rules of rugby, but people have sticks. Ooh. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. So if any of our listeners are thinking, you know, I'm getting a little tired of this wussy rugby thing, and I want to go watch a real game, you're going to want to look up shinty. Because apparently that's where the action is in Northern Scotland. Oh, I'm
0: Googling now. Holy cow.
1: I'm going to bet the over and I don't even know on what, but I'm going to bet the over.
0: Pints of blood lost. Take the over.
1: Or, or it's the, it's the, It's the pints of beer drunk versus pints of blood loss. Oh, that's
0: that's the parlay bet. There it is.
1: (laughs) Yep, there it is.
0: The music is Happy Boy by Kevin MacLeod. You can subscribe to Talking to Todd wherever you get your pods. Just search Talking on the number two. No G, no space. You can tweet us on Facebook. You can check out our award-winning merch on Zazzle. That's where Susan got her mug. You can leave us a voicemail at 515-ALSO-CPA. You can stop by and see us at the Tuba City Home Office. Please don't do that. Thanks to our listeners and our sponsors. Another short show, but send your feedback, because we love to get it. Send us your feedback to feedback at TalkingToTodd.com. Todd?
1: You know, You should probably go back and watch uh, American Underdog one more time. Just make sure that when he's throwing those balls against the silo that's on the campus of the University of Northern Iowa, painted on the silo, it doesn't say all facts in this movie are true, except for the ones that aren't, which is most of the movie.
0: (laughs) It may have been there in really tidy type and I just didn't notice it. Oh, but you can't pay me enough money to make me go watch that movie again. (laughs) (laughs) Toddlers, I can guarantee you we will not be covering that next week. But we'll see you next week right here on Talking to Todd.
1: Um. It's now dropped below 40 degrees and I can't feel my feet. So I'm probably going to have to wrap up. Soon. <laughs> Just kidding.
0: <laughs> Another short show. You're
1: welcome, toddlers. Uh.